I'm back, bitches! Y'all didn't call me last time, so... I heard y'all wanted me to send somebody home, so now I'm here. Let's do it! Move, I'm a drag queen. Where am I going? Here? Did you guys get my rider? You guys got my rider, right? Gummy bears, gummy bears and champagne. Otherwise, I'm out. I'm so out of here. I'm a little nervous. It's been almost three years. I'm gonna be on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, like, I don't care who you are. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. And I have a record to keep. I didn't give myself the nickname the Lip Sync Assassin, so I think it's like six in a row before I got the chop, so I haven't really lost except that one. Ladies, I've made my decision. The winner of RuPaul's Drag Race is Aquaria. Listen, I gotta get ready. We have things to do. I have to look more beautiful than I already am. I don't know how that's possible, but I have to go. Bye, thank you. You know, I have to wonder, did she get her gummy bears and champagne? Sounds like a great addition to a rider. Yeah, well, uh, maybe that's all that she got out of this experience that she wanted. Because I feel like this clip of the week is kind of the first half of the um, My Fall Plans Delta variant meme going on around right now. And, Correct. Uh, it's like them loading onto the Titanic. You yes, know I mean? yes. And this yeah. is like Cameron Michaels feeling her oats. I'm back. I'm going to keep my... Um, my sterling reputation as a lip sync assassin alive and I'm excited and I'm having fun and I'm joking about gummy bears cut to Instagram a couple days ago, (laughs) which she has now since deleted. Yes. To be fair, she's now since deleted. And I think is, it is the place to start. Now I'm sure there's some people who don't know what we're talking about. So do you want to share what the, you know, what the what yeah, you ordered on wish.com versus what showed up <laughs> experience that Cameron had. Yeah, you know, uh, all credit to Sister Mary Melissa. Uh, shout out to her. Uh, she's the one that was, she texted me. She's like, why is Cameron so mad? And I was, you know, I thought it was, I, I, you know, just conjecture from how she acted after the lip sync or whatever. And then she shared with me the Instagram post. And basically, uh, Cameron posts on Instagram you know, she's she's uh, she wants to share her image of her being the lip sync assassin because she looked great, but she's very hurt, quote unquote, disgusted and devastated by the entire situation. Call me dramatic. I don't give a fuck. Great. Um, and then, you know, goes into like, look, uh, she feels cheated. She she feels like her worth and talent was used for a cheap storyline and. You know, she feels like she's been tainted by this experience. Um, and so she was going to she said this before she posted all of her looks. Uh, she turned off all the comments and messages and stuff um, until she's back in good spirits. And then she's like, fuck that stupid song. So, yeah, I mean, certainly a lot to unpack there. And yes, she deleted it. So maybe the next morning it was like, um, maybe that should have went in the draft. So I'm going to get rid of sure. it. But yeah, you can't uh, hold somebody accountable like that. They were having an emotional moment. Fair. Yeah. Like, fair enough. You know, I mean, we we spent a whole episode celebrating a queen who is very sensitive openly. So, like, not shaming anyone for being in their feelings. But I think whenever this happens, it's kind of exciting of like, oh, talk about untucked. Talk about a peek behind yeah. the curtain. And... I have to agree with you, Miss Michaels, because, you know, if I was the New York Daily News, the headline the next day would be boom crap. This is not the song. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is not the song. Um, oh my god! Yeah, it's boom boom. He shot me down. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I. There were so many other choices. Why? Well, this is the thing. This is the thing, and I don't know. I feel like this is a great little time to discuss like lip sync songs and granted like we're not the best at picking our last chance lip syncs like we're not out oh, of what was that, but what was that one that just set people oh, off oh people hated it what people was that hated terrible it. it was one. she's so high she's, she's so, so high. high i know i was like worst yeah. decision ever I, I cringed when I you suggested it. it it is my sponge dress soak it Ugh. up <laughs> all right mary all right mary all right wow bob i mean wow Monet. <laughs> yeah wow bob you really hate that song <laughs> <laughs> so you know, a lip sync song can't just be a great song that everybody loves. It can't. It If it was that easy, like, it would be that easy. But it's so much more, especially for TV, there have to be, uh, maybe not necessarily valleys, but there certainly has to be a build and then a pow, and then mm-hmm. it needs to stay up. Especially when you have a queen like Cameron Michaels come out it needs to be something like kind of sick, like something with a big explosion that that goes up. And this song, I feel like the BPMs aren't fast enough. It it just doesn't go anywhere. It's it's such a pop song that it's not draggy enough. Yeah, I feel like they brought a sports car to a hayride. You know, it was just mm. like, oh, what a waste to quote Miss yeah. Colette. What a waste. Insert yeah, a sound waste. clip here. Um, but I yeah, I feel like. It reminds me of advice that Michelle often gives the queens often early in the season of like, you got to paint for TV. Mm. It's the same thing. Like you got to, you got to, you know, lip sync for your life for TV. And obviously I would say nine times out of 10, the song makes, it might not be my favorite song, but I'm like, oh, I see why you guys got this song or why you chose this. But every once in a while you get a boom clap or a fancy and. And and you know what? Fancy, like in a great world should have worked but when you have kennedy goddamn davenport on the stage it's a similar situation what you, a that's waste. not the song what a waste what a waste mm. yeah uh that's not right yeah at all that's not right at all yeah and uh the middle fuck finger my drag, that's right? not right fuck my drag <laughs> middle finger yeah no fuck my drag right yeah. like that's that's what this felt like because she looked absolutely stunning cameron like yeah, it was Cameron gorgeous. looks great and and is, I think it is fair to say, while well, some weeks they've brought out Queens and said, Look, it's a lip sync assassin, and it's like I think it's a I think it's a super soaker. I don't know if it's a real gun, you know? <laughs> bum, bum, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like let's make a deal, and it's like, ah, right, you just got all the beans, curtain. Yeah, you know? survey like, says. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, you should have chosen curtain three, yeah. And so this time the curtain opened and there was this, you know, hot little sports car. And it was like, oh, this is going to be great. She's going to do that move with her hair. And she yeah. wasn't even given the opportunity to do the move with her hair, as far as I, I know. saw. No. I mean. No. And she tried. She, she really tried. tried. She did. But, you know, I got to say, mm-hmm. I got to say, this, this thing about going on social media, like, here's the thing. If the, f- here's, here's kind of what I think happened. I think the fans reacted poorly and emotional creature, to quote Trinity uh, K. Bonet. Yes. Yeah. Emotional creature Cameron Michaels like spiraled. But had the kids all been like, well, work girl, yes, you won that, yes, yes. Yeah. Cameron wouldn't have posted this. This was all because I feel 
I mean, especially because, you know, I've only seen her on uh, Vegas and, you know, certain backstage stuff. And then obviously Drag Race. Um, I feel like Cameron, she is such a perfectionist, like mm -hmm. to a fault mm -hmm. where it just kind of fucks her up and she can't kind of relax. And I, you know, she has a lot of control over her drag and her performances. And I'm sure in Vegas she has control over it. But then when you come here, you know, somebody else is editing it. Somebody else is picking the song and, and she's mad. She's actually I, I feel like it's not that she's like hurt. She's like mad about it. And mm -hmm. to me, you know, you can react like a Kennedy Godman Davenport and just kind of move on. But in this moment, Cameron went to socials because she felt the need to defend herself. And I, I mean, I don't know what kind of hate mail she was getting, but I don't think Cameron needed to defend herself. Right, and, and when I when I went on Twitter to kind of figure out, like, because she was trending, I was like, oh, they were roommates. <laughs> she was trending. There's a handwritten letter in there. And so I was like, mm. well, let's see what everyone's saying. And it was kind of a similar consensus of, like, well, you know, Cameron, this one isn't on you. Like, it, it, it was the song choice. We know you didn't choose it. Like, you don't, if anything, not saying anything and maybe, or maybe just kind of being like, oh, I wouldn't have chosen that song either, was kind of enough because I think – Everybody, anybody who was watching this thinking, oh, wow, Cameron Michaels lip sync assassin. I don't think anyone was like, oh, man, she really blew the lip sync because, by the way, she won. But it was mm -hmm. more of like, ugh, I would have loved to see more. The same feeling I had with with Fancy, with Kennedy. It was like, ugh. And at this point in the race, like, how could you blue balls me like this? You know, I know. I know. So close to the end. For yeah. Sure. For like a, a lip sync that matters so much so to speak, in terms of the narrative, it was like, oh, man, this like I so I, I could see that being kind of social media commentary that made sense. But to feel, I, I think there was this other thing of like, I feel like I was just used as part of like a storyline. And that's, I think, where I was what like, I think that man. So, yeah, I feel like was giving something away. Right. That felt like, OK, this going is off beyond... script. Darling. Yeah, yeah, this is more than the song. And so I was like, is this because she was like, because of a Eureka connection? Mm -hmm. um, and granted, I, I kept meaning to take notes on this throughout the season, but even past seasons, more often than not, there is a weird connection between the lip sync assassin and the queen in the bottom or the queen who goes yep. home. The perfect yep. example I think of Alexis is Mateo. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, Nina Bonita Brown at the reunion. I'm pointing in, uh, from the back mm. row. Uh, yeah. I mean, that happens often and I feel like this was no different. Um, but reading that post and then watching the episode again, I'm sure I was just injecting this, but kind of like Cameron's face after she won the lip sync and like, you know, just kind of her her demeanor, like after sending Eureka home, it did feel like she was really not that happy to be there. Yeah, I do. You think that Cameron and Raja? Because I don't think Raja is like in the clear here in terms of this critique that I'm about to say. But like, could they have turned it? Uh, yeah, I think that they could have. And to be honest. I know that Raja didn't win the lip sync, but I think in terms of finding, like, I think Cameron was lip syncing to a different song, the way that she was moving. It was good, but it wasn't, um, I felt like Raja, I'll say this, I do feel like Raja threw the lip sync or didn't want to win the lip sync at the very least, but I wouldn't say she did a bad job. If anything, I think she figured out how to make this bland song feel like, okay, 
that's how you lip sync a bland song. You know what I mean? I feel like she was having a good time on a Friday night on the dance floor with her friends. This is how I, you know how you lip sync sometimes? Well, you don't dance, but well, how sometimes people go out and they're lip syncing instead of really like moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I feel like that was kind of uh, an approach to this song was like, oh, I'm just going to have a good time. You know, I, I go back to what RuPaul was kind of injecting throughout this episode of like, don't take everything too seriously. Don't take life too seriously. Mm -hmm. And I feel like both of them took this song or especially Cameron after this post took this way too seriously. It's like, girl, what are you talking about? Nothing was tainted. You're fine. Yeah. It, 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 you looked gorgeous. You had little jokes in the untucked kind of feature. And then RuPaul gave you a little like, cat cat kind of a compliment walking away you know i don't right. know like take the bump but like it instead i it did remind me of this is a this is of course a very dark reference i promise it's not dancer in the dark but it does remind me of this scene in the movie philadelphia when mary steenburgen has to like question tom hanks and then she and then she sits down at the table and she whispers i hate this case and i just thought oh my god you're mary steenburgen in philadelphia right now i hate this case <laughs> Oh my god you it's uh, true though <laughs> no it's fine i i you know i'm celebrating you and doing these references mary i'm yeah. celebrating it and it's i'm also like wow bob <laughs> I, I mean if i could find a had a montana reference i would but i go right to philadelphia yeah well it's the climb you know i don't yeah. know um i i don't know that's not a hannah montana song but it, it could be oh, yeah. um because i was like lady. i don't um, know that reference was that yeah, in was that, was that the bruce springsteen song in philadelphia oh my god mary the boss don't talk about the boss oh. he's on broadway so oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah he's bringing broadway back to life just kind of just to kind of put a bow on this cameron I don't know. She's she's a very it seems like she's a very sensitive person from what I get just kind of scrolling in her Instagram pictures like very much all about appearances and how she the things that she has control over, mm -hmm. which is relatable fucking content. Right. Yeah. And it seems to me like this was something that sent her spiraling because she was getting a little bit of negativity. And I'm just like, wow, Bob. Wow. Can you imagine if it was, I don't know, Shangela? Like, if it was somebody else? You know, I don't know. I, yeah. I just feel like, Cameron, come on. Come well, it's put on Put on your big girl skirt and let's let's go. Right. I mean, it, it it's interesting that it's almost this meta example of what we saw in the episode this week with Eureka and Trinity and, like, Trinity being really sensitive and Eureka being like, girl, like... If a dry erase board's good to send you spiraling, like you need to look in the mirror. And I think it's similar here of like Wow. You know, isn't that isn't that happening again? And aren't we saying the same thing of like, girl, if you winning the lip sync, but it not being like one for the books is gonna send you spiraling, like I mean, uh that's show business, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Quoth the yeah. mother, you know? I mean it's I I I didn't think it was so bad until tr until Cameron told me to think it was so bad, I think, is also the sentiment, you know? Well, here's my thing. I was like, that was a bad lip sync. And by bad, I mean it was a bad lip sync song. Yeah. And I, I felt like either Raja was, didn't want to send somebody home, and so she was kind of recoiling, and Cameron did the best she could, uh, you know, with that with the cape reveal and the cartwheel. 
um, you know, she did what she could in front of Charlie XCX. And yeah. Charlie still clapped. You know, Charlie clapped. Charlie, you know, this is a great example of I think Charlie's big with the kids. And I think right. that she's got some fun songs. I but I, yeah, I definitely don't. I mean, I've heard them the name, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you any of her songs. I think I actually knew one or two of them, but I also was confusing her with someone else named Ali X. So I wouldn't be able to sure. tell you the difference, you know? Yeah. Who was, I believe, a lip sync song on Drag Race before, right? Or even oh. a guest judge. Ali X? Has she? Maybe. Anyway, I don't want to look it up Allie right Larder? now. Ali Larder? <laughs> but Mary, it was one of those one of those things that, you know, the end of an episode that I was a little underwhelmed by. I was a little underwhelmed by this entire episode. And then when, you know... The, the lip sync happened. It was almost arbitrary who won that lip sync and then almost arbitrary who went home. I think they tried to sort of set it up like, well, you know, I could, you know, I could take out my big competition in Ginger mm-hmm. or Trinity. And, you know, Sonique, you know, Kylie Sonique, Love Hewitt, Michelle Geller Lang, you know, that, that's some that's some competition, too. Um, and it was just like, yeah, but Raja, I mean, to me, I was like, Raja. You know that if you sent Ginger home, like you knew then in that fake bathroom that if you sent Ginger home, your life six months from now was going to suck on the Internet. So like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like no one's going to play dirty in All Stars 6. They're not going to do a Naomi and Manila Luzon. But to give the credit to the episode, I did for a minute think, oh, Trinity could go home tonight. You know, (gasps) Trinity could go home tonight. I um, I was confident that Trinity wasn't going to go home. I'm glad she didn't. I mean, obviously, I'm glad she didn't. I I mean, did you see Trinity's face after the lip sync? That. No. Oh, that is worth going back and seeing. It, it It's kind of like there was that sort of Jan face crack of All-Star 6 when, mm. uh, not when they faked her out, but the first time when she was safe. Um, oh, that one. Yeah. That one. I think when the she's hug. like hugging. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There's a similar just like flat face Trinity. Like she doesn't even clap after the lip sync. It's the only genuine reaction to the lip sync, honestly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's some tea. Yeah. Um, yeah. I this whole episode. Oh, God. It's hard with the top five. You want a really great challenge. What was it in All Stars? five or four it was four when they did the hey skanks when they did the the sex in the city challenge and we were also a little underwhelmed by it what was season five's last uh top five challenge it was um because they didn't bring anyone back because that was the thing with the my best friends girlfriends sex in the city i don't know whatever those are maybe two different challenges but i think that that's was the that's also three but yeah oh. no this is the this oh, is god the sex yeah, yeah this is drag in the city or something another underwhelming acting challenge towards the end of yeah. the season i think this seems yeah. to be a theme i don't remember all stars five when did, what year was <laughs> that was last year <laughs> during the that? pandemic oh. shake kool one yeah um, i'm gonna look it up you look it up i have no uh, idea what happened so so it looks like it was the Charles family backyard ball. Oh, maybe? they did the backyard ball because that's when Alexis went home in that pool dress. And that's BB Rexa, who I'm thinking of Alex. Oh, see, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, and that was uh, Roxy Andrews lip syncing um, oh, against Miss Cracker. That's yeah. a, oh, Roxy Andrews. Just a delight. 
a delight. Yeah. I, uh, that's worth re- rewatching that. It's like, oh, look at that queen. And she made And that I whole love that look. episode. Yeah. I love that episode. Juju B was hilarious. She's in so that funny. Yeah. Oh, so oh. funny. The All Stars um, 5. What a fun little season. So. I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is most of the time, uh, except for maybe last season, um, the top five, it's tricky. It's just a tricky challenge. Um, I would have rather have seen a roast. I would have rather seen like something that was very individual, not necessarily a design challenge. Yeah. Um, and if, or, or a ball perhaps. You yeah. Know? Or if it's a design challenge, I mean, like I understand this year is different, but like if they were able to do some kind of makeover challenge with like, friends or family or former queens or something like that um i would have been open to that too i mean i I think actually that would have been really interesting to maybe have like you know former all-star contestants come back or something like that i don't know um but i realized they probably had limits on how much they could bring in other people but yeah i don't know this uh it was fine i feel like this challenge you know, it was a little bit like that season nine challenge where they were kind of interacting with the um, yes, the little, yes, those little the little thing, the, the little, little things, ball or yeah. yeah. But instead, right. they just right. like had Bianca and Latrice tots, you know, um, which was fine. You know, it was fine. It was just, um, I, I don't know. I, I watching it the second time, I was like, oh, okay. The first time I watched it, I was so underwhelmed by all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that does, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't, maybe we haven't talked at all about who should be in the bottom or the top. Actually, we haven't talked about it at all. We just talked about the fact that Raja did win. Do you feel like, because to be honest, I thought Raja for me won this week less for the look and more for the performance on stage. I thought she was giving me face journey. But to be honest, I needed someone to explain to me why this look was so amazing and more than just like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah, I wasn't, um, again, like with all of the looks, you know, I was like, oh, great, they made that. Wow. You know, that's kind of where I ended it. And I'm like, don't know much about fashion. You know, they were like gagging over Kylie's bow. I'm like, okay, great. She had a bow. And, um, you know, with Ginger, they're like, wow, blue, uh, velvet. Yeah. I'm like, okay. those are the colors I would choose. You know, for I when Michelle started and she was like in here and we have to remember this is a design challenge. And you come. Yeah. yeah. You come out here in that blue dress with that <laughs> dusty rose on it. And you think, you know, <laughs> you think there's nothing to do with you. <laughs> and I love it. And it was like, oh, OK. Yeah. She All looks right. great. But I I. I was wondering, I guess, particularly after Trinity, I was like, oh, is Ginger not enough of a character? You know? I, I, to me, again, it felt so arbitrary. Like, there could have been, uh, there could have been an argument for all of them to win. Although, I will say, I agreed with Raja's win because I enjoyed this character the most. The idea, Same. you know, out of funkologist, you know, helps people get back into their groove. You know, she dances. It was... It felt good. You know, it made mm-hmm. me feel good. She was having a lot of fun. She was really playing along well with the with the narration. Um, and, like, to be honest, I mean, I've been kind of in the, my mind, I've been kind of dog-earing, you know, Ginger is like, okay, she's probably going to win this season. But after this week, I was like, I actually would kind of love it if Raja won. That would be fun. I think that she's been a joy to watch all season. Yeah. 
Uh, it was this week and this week only that I was like, oh, those are Steve Urkel's glasses. Oh, yes. She's definitely like <laughs> big Steve Urkel energy. Yeah. Well, well, maybe not energy, but in terms of those glasses. Like, I, think- I could also see Raja coming in and being the neighbor, but it's more of an Aunt Jackie energy, if that makes sense. I'm, yeah. I'm combining lots of 90s TV shows. Sure. Maybe she's like a nerdy Aunt Jackie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um, and then Tara Bell... This was this was fine. I loved her parasol of poise. You know, it was funny, um, and I thought she had good faces. But it wasn't it wasn't my top two. Um, I know that I'm biased with Trinity. I will say when Trinity when I first watched Trinity, I was like, wow, Trinity should go home. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, you know what? It is pretty clever that she took this cat character and made her queen of the catwalk, and you know. I, I did think the idea was really good. I did also feel like the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, I could see this not working. The narration is mm. like slightly flat. Um, yeah. There was one part where, as she was doing her narration. Oh, face. Yes. Yes. Yeah. When, when yeah, Trinity, Trinity says, goes, one I more have piece one of more advice. Piece of advice. Like, oh. Ugh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't want to be preached at. You know, yeah. I don't want to be preached at. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> that showbiz. That showbiz. There, there was a similar. <laughs> I love you for that. that. Yeah, there was a similar face with Kylie as well. That as it went on, it cuts to like Rue's face, just slack jawed, like, "Oh, this is not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I did not right. order this." And yeah, get off. And stage. it wasn't even necessarily her disappointment with the queens. I feel like RuPaul didn't really like the challenge. Oh. It did feel kind of like a commercial. It was. I feel like RuPaul didn't. Yeah, and. RuPaul's advice in the workroom, maybe RuPaul was like, I'll help spin this. And she wanted like big, over the top, yeah. funny, jujube type of, you know, hilarious uh, narration, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think she got it. And even with Eureka, like, I don't know. I love the Mommy Dearest quote, you know, I'm bigger than you, I'm better than you, and I'll always eat you. Very funny. Yeah. And and underwhelmed by the look a little bit, okay? I got the reference, and that's me not knowing a lot about fashion, but I didn't love the outfit. And I'm sorry. Like, Michelle has called people out on other seasons about fart jokes, and I'm like, yeah, here's a perfect moment. Be- like... <laughs> And obviously, I'm subjective. It's not my cup of soup, my cup of poop, if you will. But every once in a while, if you do it right, I can like, you know, like the Golden Girls has fart jokes. Sophia's, you know, she's she's gassier than a Goodyear blimp. And sometimes it's funny. But you got to do it. Anything is funny if you do it right. And I felt like Eureka. It's like, oh, my God, we get it. Go to the doctor. Jesus. Um, but or take a lactate pill. You know? Yeah. Right. Like this might you might need to do like an elimination diet or maybe like what is that? FODMAPs. I don't know. But it shouldn't <laughs> be toxic. That's all I have to. That's all no, I know. No. Yeah. Right. Like quote that, pink. That's all I know so far. You know. Yeah. Um, to quote Brittany, it's toxic. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Mary. So, I do want to so, just mention yeah. while we're on the topic of Eureka, though. She entered like it was Thailand. Like that that oh. sound cue, I was like, oh God, is this Biella? Like it was, if you've never watched Drag Race Thailand, Eureka entering to that music is what Drag Race Thailand feels like. Mm. Yeah, she's, uh, you know, again, like 
none of these looks were or characters were even bad. They did the assignment. It's just it wasn't elevated. And I feel like the character that was elevated the most was Raja. And in terms of the looks, Mary, I just I didn't feel competent enough to say that any of them were like, wow, you know, but because they all made them. And I'm like, okay, great. Wow. You made all that. All of them made their looks. Yeah. And I I think that was it's funny. Michelle mentioning that with with Ginger, I think, was almost like, oh, yeah, I guess that's what makes this runway interesting, because otherwise it's like, yeah, these are these are all fine. And, you know, it's funny. I think I totally agree. This is a commercial for drag tots. I feel like because the new season premiered like the same day that this episode came out. So uh, it was definitely an ad. Um, And it was funny hearing RuPaul say on the runway, I think to your point of like Ru trying to spin this, he kind of shoehorns in that whole, you know, and that's how our tribe has gotten through all these hardships over the years, you know, a play on words, a portmanteau, a this and that. I get what RuPaul is trying to do. He's trying to point out Looney Tunes and the subversive, you know, humor and teaching Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. And teaching kids about classical music without even knowing it. I get it and I agree with RuPaul. I don't I and I just don't think I think RuPaul had a good idea, but then what World of Wonder was like, yeah, okay, but we've got this show we got to promote. So if you could just take it down a notch, we're just trying to push the show. Um, mm. We're just trying to get carryover viewers, you know? Um, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that was as much as, as they would give Ru of Looney Tunes talk. Yeah. Sure. I feel I would have listened to a lot more of that discussion. Oh, I want I want to what's the tea episode talking about this stuff like that. Like what is the carrot that Bugs Bunny is eating represent besides a cigar? You know, like mm-hmm. what else is that? You know, the, the his, his he appears where he shouldn't appear. You know how he appears is always different. Like his Looney drag Tunes, when he does drag. Yes, his so drag. Absolutely. Frequently. Yeah. It's like a, it's yeah. a solution. It's not a problem. It's a solution to a lot of his problems is to get correct. Drag. He does. He's the nail tech for that big red monster. Uh-huh. You know, uh huh. Tina Burner. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Turn it and burn it, Mary. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I would have loved to hear more of that. And, you know, I immediately went to Animaniacs. I went to South Park. Mm-hmm. I went to The Simpsons, the Simpsons Mary. Absolutely. I mean, uh, sometimes you just have to laugh. Ugh, just sitting there at her sewing bench. I mean... I'm so glad that I was a kid watching Marge Simpson navigate that emotional journey on her sewing bench. Like, formative Mary, content. Formative. Mary, we got to see her be Blanche do fucking blah. Oh, no, here's a tip from Talk Blanche. Talk about formative. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then doesn't Lisa explain it to Bart? Like, ugh, I just love it. <laughs> I know. And then, like, Maggie's at the, like, on-rand school for children. Like, it's mm. brilliant. I mean... I know. And so subversive to quote, you know, and so subversive. I, I, I don't, I've never watched drag tots, so I don't know if it's subversive, but, uh, if I'm sure there's a, there's a quality to it. I haven't seen it either. I should. So I can't criticize that show. Yeah. I can't come for it one way or the other. I mean, I've just been tap dancing around when I'm going to say drag tot scenes, which is now. (laughs) Yep. You did it. Drag tot scenes. I did it. Yep, there, I did it. I did that it. Was your cue. Yep. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Uh, yeah. 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 You quoted drag tot scenes I, on. I said, dra- our yeah. I quoted dra- I said drag tot scenes on a recap of All Star Six. Uh, <laughs> if you were, I was thinking about this. Um, 
Do you have any thoughts that if you were to create a subversive cartoon character, do you have a sense of what yours would be? I feel like one of the most subversive characters, cartoon characters that I know, and I know, ugh, I'm I'm just a walking parody, is Jessica Rabbit. I yes, uh huh. Why and, is it a parody? That's so true. Well, and be, because that was more of an adult. Um, I think that was more of an adult TV show or a movie, right? But I feel like, uh, yes, yes. But I feel like there were toys. There were Roger Rabbit toys. There were Jessica Rabbit toys. Like it became one of those things like Jurassic Park. It's like people get eaten by dinosaurs and there's like Happy Meal toys, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that uh, Kathleen Turner voicing that uh, that character just Mm -hmm. and granted, don't quote me on that. I'm just. I'm assuming that it was her because it sounds like her. Um, yeah, that's Kathleen Turner. Yeah. But I like, I would, if I were a drag character, if I was a, a cartoon character, it would probably be something like that. You know, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that yeah. way. I, I mm-hmm. love that idea um, mm-hmm. that she's this silly little goose that loves Roger because he makes her laugh, you know, and, but she's this, she looks like the femme fatale in a film noir. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say, she reminds... I've been in my in my temporary semi-retirement. I've been watching a lot of film noir, and I feel like I did not... And I always knew this, but I've come to really appreciate that, like, the... I always thought it was more of a men's genre, but the women of film noir, oh, my God, just so much high it was, drag. It was a mood. It was a mood. Yeah, yeah for so sure. much high drag. Uh, absolutely. You know, I was thinking if I were and to, to say nothing of Joanna Cassidy and Roger Rabbit would be a crime. So I just oh. have to mention that she was also fabulous in that movie. She just wasn't a cartoon. Yeah. And and you could do a variation of her that is, you know, a cartoon character. Um, mm-hmm. I feel. Ixnay, Ixnay. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like if I were, I think that if, if I were to be in a duo, like if we had to be a cartoon duo, we would be cartoon ants named Aunt Live and Aunt Die. Um, oh, Olivia right. and well, Diane. And oh, 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 I was going to say, who's dying here? <laughs> oh, no, because I, I, you know, I'll be Aunt Diane. Because, you know, some things make you live and some things you're just dying, you know? So, like, you mm. bring, some things bring you joy in different ways, you know? Bitch, you know I live. Bitch, you know I live. <laughs> I am dying. And so, like, that's that would be, we would bring joy. Couldn't you in just di- die? Couldn't you right, just die? Ahead. So we're bringing joy in returns. different ways. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Um, um, that's a cute little duo. I get it. I thought you were going to go like Pinky and the Brain. Well, I have or a... you were going to do like Rocky and Bullwinkle. And oh. I was going to be, you know, the doofus. <laughs> no, no. I We're drag ants. And so okay. the other option right. is if I were to go solo, thinking of them as drag tots. I was like drag tot zines, if you will. I was like, oh, they probably need a babysitter, I'll be Barbara sitter. Need a babysitter? Try a Barbara sitter. Oh. And so I'm a bar- I'm Barbara sitter. You know, I'm oh, a Barbara Sitter. Barbara That's Sitter. Cute. Yeah. And That's I'm a cute. super babysitter. Barbara Sitter. Is there somebody that could like be the carpool mom? What's her drag name? Oh, um, Beep Beep Arena. <laughs> oh, I, I've got it. Her name is Caravan. <laughs> oh, I'll be Caravan. Caravan. Okay. Um, yeah. Juice boxes, little goldfish boxes, goldfishes. Yeah. Um, you know, iPads. Capri Suns. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Capri Sun will flow like water in my caravan. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. And I'll be, I'll, it'll be similar to Miss Frizzle, right? Like every now and then we'll, 
we'll, we'll go on a little adventure, you know, and we won't go straight to school or straight home. We're going to have to go, you know, yeah, do some we, errands. We got to do some know. errands. I need to stop by and drop off the dry cleaning and I need to pick up yeah. some birthday cards at the Hallmark yeah. store. We're going in. We're getting socks and we're out. And we're know? out. Yeah, we're going to the strip mall. I'm going to go in the stop and shop. I just need half a pound of bologna and a couple of, you know, a couple of uh, sweet Hawaiian rolls and, uh, yeah. and I'm out. We'll go look at the ducks. It'll be great. It'll yeah. be. We'll drive past the ducks. Yeah, <laughs> we're not getting out. All right, I'm loving caravan. Thank caravan. you very much, Barbara. Barbara Sitter Barbara and Sitter. caravan. <laughs> Barbara Sitter and caravan. Um, All right, those are our drag tot characters. I love it. Um, so thank you for this challenge. We got there. Yeah, we got there. Uh, I just also need to mention while we are on the catwalk that Rue decided to give us a little bit of a catwalk. I saw that. Her catwalk's yeah. got polio, girl. I was like, that's Oops. all you're going to give us? Oops. That's uh, your, that's your yeah. boom, boom, clack? Oops. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, there's that video of Michelle Visage uh, oh. voguing and, and whatever. And I was like, I wonder if Michelle was like, Rue, I got to get up there. I got to yeah. get up there. Gotta, gotta, gotta. Gotta, gotta. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Caravan. Caravan. That's, yeah, when when you really activate your caravan. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah, no, I did I did notice that little nuance. I was like, where is this coming from? Yeah, what is this? You look like you didn't know what else to do. So you're like, oh, cat, kitty, cat, 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 pow. You know, like it was just, I, I've never seen someone more bemused about doing a runway walk. She looked fine. You it, know? Was, yeah, it, was, it was fine. It was fine. My, yeah. Fine. She had those school um, play trees in the background. The school play trees. Now, let's talk about production value here, right? They didn't do the animations. Well, they did the animations for Latrice and Bianca's characters. Yeah. But they have these school play trees. I feel like we've seen these before. Maybe Wizards of Drag. Maybe uh, Shakespeare or something. Shakespeare. They had a we bush. Yeah. The Frozen Runway on season 12. We've seen, you know, the ridiculous uh, Frozen Trees. Uh, to, you know, the oh, art yes. decorator is, or the art director is like, well, all right, 2D, 2D. Let's yeah. do 2D. Let's. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this was, I, it was, because I, I understand that, like, Drag Tots is not meant to be, you know, Avatar. I understand that it is a little 2D in its animation. But I I feel like, I don't know. I th it just read as, like, school play trees. I just felt like I was watching, like, a junior high production of Camelot, you know? Mary, I immediately went to, and here's a gay reference, I went to Dirty Dancing. Do you remember when the, we see the stage... Have you seen that movie? I've only You've seen, seen parts of it. I, it's one oh, of those. I know three bitch. things about it. Like I carry the watermelon, but um. so there's this part with the annoying sister who's singing that like. I know um, that part. She, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Great. So during that part, I feel like either the boyfriend that likes baby or baby even is painting the set. And it just reminded me, like whenever I think of these 2d trees, I think of people painting them. Yeah. And mm -hmm. That's what this was. I was like, Oh, somebody just painted these this morning and there were two colors and, and they got it done. You yeah. know, they wore their paint pants and a plaid and their mask. Right. And they wear a mask. And they do wear a mask. Yeah. Um, not because of COVID just cause you know, fumes. 
Well, I think because of COVID. Oh, because of COVID. Oh, well, you know, because yeah. of COVID, folks, wear your mask and, and paint fumes. Anyway, that's kind of what I saw. It was it was fine. I Did we need them? I guess so. I guess it kind of, I don't know. Part of me wondered if it like, when Trinity came out, it almost, she was almost lost because there was too much going on behind her. It like didn't match. Well, I think Trinity being first, it was like there was, I know as an audience, I was like, Oh, I is this what you're supposed to do? I guess I had no idea what they were supposed to end up looking like on the runway or what the connection mm. was going to be. And so I think there was also that of like, oh, so does drag tots have like animals? Is that like a thing? I think there was a real disconnect between the runway and the show. And I feel like the trees were meant to be like, no, 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 these trees, these are drag tots trees, you know? And like, I think that was the right. glue was the trees. Right. Well, they could have had a sign for a Mexicatessen on the side. Oh, Mexicatessen. I have to agree with RuPaul. And but, so like, but, like, that's a bodega, too, right? It's like, a bodega. That's kind of what she's talking about. You that's know? a bodega. Mexicatessen. It's like, what do you, you know? Bodegas are lots of different cultures. I get that. And a Me- I don't know what a Mexicatessen is. I mean, I can I can look it up. I do appreciate a portmanteau. I love it. And it was interesting that the queens were kind of pushing back at her and kind of poking fun at that portmanteau because it didn't, I don't know. I feel like they were like, what, girl? And I love that. I love that they were like, all right, Mexicatessen businesswoman over here, you know? Well, apparently a Mexicatessen is a, it's a delicatessen that sells Mexican ready-to-eat food products. All right, fair. Um, oh, wait, there is- those. Hold on. There is also, apparently, someone said, "Is it?" A, there's also a, a family-owned and operated small business in Toronto, specializing in high-quality, handmade, all-natural, authentic Mexican cuisine. As of August twelfth, so Mex- Mexicatessen has been copywritten. So step oh, back, Rue. Right. Yeah. Well. Queen, see me. I, you know, I, I just like that they kind of pushed back at her while she was. Making fun of Raja's name, Queen See Me. Uh, I I did laugh because it was funny. She, you know, RuPaul could not get it together. Queens, oh, I think Seaman. There it's was just so. Uh. Oh yeah, when she's like, oh, when she gets angry about how good it is, and I sort of get that. There was um, there was a great kind of unnecessary shot. It's like Raja is doing her talking head, and she's like, "Mother has cracked my face." After their talking head, mm. after their their walk through, and then it cuts to Rue just like standing at the table, like losing his shit again. And I don't mm. know. It was just like an an extra B roll shot. They're like, "Oh, we could throw this in here," but it was. Uh, I like the idea that Rue's just standing there cracking himself up, and um, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's paying yeah. to be there. Yeah. Um, I like that Raja changed the name, uh, but I didn't want to note that RuPaul slipped into that Simone character. Queen Simmer. Queen oh, Simmer. Queen Simmer. Yeah, like he started to do that. I, I feel like he was... Pearl Bailey. Yeah. yeah, he was kind of like being Valerie Cherish. Let me try this in all these different voices and see if it works in any of them, you know? Mm, Let me right. run it through the test of like, what if I do it in this voice? What if I do it in this voice? What if I sound like Sanford yeah. and Sons? Yeah. Right, right. Ha ha. Anyway, um, I I saw a meme online that was like, I don't know, shading, shading the show like, oh, purple is Raja's signature color, and then they showed all these shots of Jan wearing purple. Oh yeah, I know. I was I was thinking about that, and I was like, uh, 
Raja. He oh, can't let her go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raja, you're 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 really the purple queen of the season. Jan, Jan's more beige in my book. I feel like that's. <laughs> I can terrible. see I can see Rue saying that, but I know poor Jan. Like she's uh, already she's been sitting in that pork chop loading dock, uh, and they're like, oh, and another thing, purple is not your color. <laughs> Well, hopefully we'll see them soon. I don't know. This game within a game, we're going to see all these eliminated queens again next week, which, uh, I, you know, no spoilers. If you want to know what we know, ask us, but we don't even know if it's true. So, I mean, that's the thing is we don't even really know if that's true, but I guess we're going to find out as of next week, though. I think it's fair to say that it is not a spoiler if you've watched the episode to say that it involves lip syncing because we know from the end of the episode, uh, Eureka goes into a literal tailspin of what am I going to do? What am I going to wear? Spinning around to prepare herself uh, to go back on stage for a lip sync. Maybe she's going to go back on to the stage right away and lip sync against Cameron because Cameron was like, that wasn't good enough. You know? Yeah. I hate this case. Um, (laughs) I hate this case. Oh, God, Cameron. I hate this challenge. I hate this challenge, Um, yeah. uh, So the other thing that happened on this episode that I thought was uh, noteworthy um, are these class superlatives when it's, you know, literally RuPaul High. Oh, my God. RuPaul RuPaul, Andre Charles Jr. High literally happened. Yeah. I feel like, though, RuPaul was playing the teacher, but it's really when the principal comes in because Mr. Wyndham's car broke down on the way to work. Oh, yeah. And the principal has to, like teach the class but doesn't have the lesson plans because you know mr Wyndham didn't know that he was going to be late so the no principal has to play some sort of game and does this like really inappropriate game with them right <laughs> right does not read the room at all and it's just like so uh which one is gassy <laughs> yeah who's the prettiest in here yeah <laughs> who's uh who's really messy i'm looking around who's messy who's messy who's Let's messy see. Uh. Um, You know, I was I get that these were pointed superlatives, right? They were meant to create drama, to get into the queen's heads, which Mm -hmm. is also very interesting if you think about it. Like then RuPaul has to like talk Trinity down. And be like, well, girl, like, you know, ignore it, even though they just did this to her. The show right. Did. Well, that's literally, um, I mean, boy, is that not the thesis of Drag Race is like, let's let's twist your tits a little bit. And then like, let's and then let's and tell you to not take it so seriously. Right. Right. <laughs> and then we'll come back later and be like, why the long face? What's wrong? You know, your inner saboteur, I think, is the problem. Yeah. I'm trying to light a fire under your ass. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> make me fucking laugh. You know. <laughs> Make me fucking laugh, Evie. Yeah, make me fucking um, laugh. Make me fucking laugh. <laughs> I just can't with it. Um, so anyway, I came up with some classic superlatives of my own that I thought would be would never air on Drag Race and would be more of a a a, a roast. Uh, you know, one of those roast tours for the queens. Mm-hmm. Um, my first one, which I don't know, I just think would be so shady. Um, most likely to complain on social media. Cameron Michaels. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, but you know, so Marius, feel free to chime in. Uh, please don't put this on Twitter. Like, you know, you can email us these thoughts. Yeah. Um, but uh, most likely complain on social media. I feel like the other one that complains, well, Pandora complained about her. She edit. did. Yeah. There was, yeah. Um, I, 
I don't I know Silky complained at like a Roscoe's interview, um, but it wasn't necessarily on social media. Um, who most likely to be blocked by RuPaul in this cast? Oh, in this cast, because otherwise I'd say Courtney Act. But I think. Oh, OK. In this cast. Cameron Michaels. Cameron Michaels. Again. Uh, I would say Pandora. I think one leads itself to the other is like, oh, are you besmirching the brand? Blocked. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Jiggly. I was thinking, I was also thinking Silky. I was thinking I could see that happening. Of like enough out of you, you know, block. Mm, sure. Um, well, most likely to be blocked by WoW Presents. Oh. Is it the same? I would say, yes, I think that goes hand in hand of like, oh, we're blocking her. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Um, most likely to sell out a stadium. Of this cast, I would say, oh, well, who's in this cast? Who would sell out a stadium? It'd be someone who would like put on a fucking show, who could do it all, who could dance, because a stadium, they want to see a dance. They want to, you know, like... If it's a lounge, you know, where you could be a little more intimate, it'd be like, oh, I mean, you know, Ginger Minj, you could just sit there and read the phone book. Um, mm. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say Raja O'Hara. I think mm. that she has actually shown that she can lip sync. She can dance. She can design. She's funny. She can act. She actually has emerged as really like, oh, you could put on a show. For, for sure. I'm going to say Eureka just because she has the following. Mm, yeah, yeah, I could see that too. Um, I guess there's that, uh, and she she can dance and do huge looks, you know. And I don't mean that uh, that in any shady way, but like you know, big drag looks. Yeah, she does big drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, most likely to quit drag. My first thought was going to say Trinity K. Bonet. Uh, really? I mean, no. I think that no. she, I, she, it feels like someone, I feel like there are some people where it's like, oh, this doesn't bring me joy anymore, you know? Oh. Uh, I could see that. I could also see most likely to quit drag. I'm going to say Serena Chacha. I think Serena Chacha is like, well, all right, tried. Oh, and maybe she just focuses on doing wigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, most likely to be on Broadway. Ginger Minj. Oh, not Jan. Oh, I forgot about Jan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who? <laughs> who? Uh, no, I, Ginger Minj. I think I can't wait till she's on Broadway. Mm. Uh, the sluttiest queen. I mean, Kylie with that under boob. Oh, Ugh. I think Kylie's a little more guarded when she, you know, I, I think she's picky. Um, well, they're slutty. There's like, you know, Doors open, you know, pump and dump. Promiscuous. And then okay, there's kind yeah, of like just feeling your feeling your sexy oats all the time, you know. What oh the, the, well then that's that's Kylie. I mm. feel like Kylie feels her sexy oats all the time. Um best dressed. Maybe this will be my last one. Best dressed. Good question. You know, honestly, I would actually say that like my my first reaction to that is I actually think Eureka's drag is so high drag. It's such big drag that I would almost say like best dressed. I'm between Scarlet Envy and Trinity K. Bonet. Well, Trinity, I was going to, and there's Trinity. Uh, and then there's Scarlet. I forgot about Scarlet too. Ugh, these people. Um, they're all coming back. They're all coming they're back. All they're coming all coming back. back to me now, Celine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to just stick with, I'm going to dance with the one that brought me. I'll give it to Eureka. She had a rough week. I... 
one of the one of the superlatives that RuPaul asks is most likely to have a sugar daddy. And I kind of felt a little cheated by Kylie's answer because she started it. Yeah, She's like, well, I've had a sugar daddy. I've been a sugar daddy. And I wanted her to keep going with the quote. I think that was what this was. The beach ball came over the net and she just kind mm. of was like, smack. And it just went right into the net. She like, set it up. Yeah. yeah instead of she really set it, it up. Yeah. That's what it was supposed to be. And uh, I know I was a little bummed about that. Yeah. Because she, if she wanted one, she could go out and get one. Why? Because she's sickening, bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and then stuff. and then she could have thrown her dry erase board at RuPaul when she said "bitch." Right, right, right. Like, ah, uh, uh, I know me. it's okay. It's, it's okay. all right. It's all right. Um, go she was finale. in the front row. I get it. She was in the front row. In the front row queens. I love that they referenced that, or uh, Ginger did. But like front row kids are just a different breed, Mary. Very mm-hmm. different breed. Though Ginger yeah. was up there throwing paper airplanes so you know oh that's true that's true and uh, trinity was back there just trying to get an education you know (laughs) i love trinity so much back there i'm just trying to get an education and get out of this town trinity was like she was like so studious in that challenge she was oh yeah she really taking it in Mm -hmm. (laughs) taking it a little personally yeah uh, I like that after the challenge, it was kind of like they were all in the cafeteria and like Trinity and Eureka were talking and the other three were talking at different tables. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. yeah, that's what it is. This thing happened in class with the principal and now you're on the cafeteria and it's like, well, I didn't need to hear that. I didn't need to yeah. know they thought that about me. Right. And then the principal needed to come over and talk to Trinity and be like, look, you know, you can't take life too seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, Mary. It's it's my oh my god oh um, for, for this episode i yeah. understand i you know it, it's worth mentioning speaking of which that ginger i feel like ginger feels the same way i do where she she did kind of an oh my god in the talking head where she's like oh there it is again but my favorite was in after when they went back into the workroom after raja won and then raja and i actually didn't mind it she did a big oh my god and then ginger was like there you go there you go all right you got it out you know um <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Um, I did appreciate Eureka being, you know, a good friend to Trinity in I the workroom here. That. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was so nice. It was so nice. It was so mature, and I loved when she was like, "They want you to get into your head. Like, this is uh, this is exactly what they want. Like, you are a competitor. This is not what you need right now." And and then Eureka to just explain it, like, "Look, they called me way worse things, girl. Like, bossy, messy, <laughs> shady, gassy." And I just laughed yeah. it off. I thought Eureka was a really interesting example of like. It just don't. This is how you don't take it too seriously. And you think about it, it's like she has no wins under her belt. She Mm -hmm. is. I mean, as we see later in the episode, she's she's pretty close to breaking. She does break. She gives us an "I'm so tired" talking through tears Mm -hmm. moment. Mm. Uh, And yet she's here comforting Trinity, who's got two wins under her belt and has been killing it all (laughs) season, and has not been called gassy. You know, I mean, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, no, we could talk about that. Uh, her, her, her tears, uh, you know, never a bride, always a bridesmaid. I know I got uh, the quote wrong. Yeah. Always um, a bridesmaid, never a bride. Yeah. Yeah. Bridesmaid isn't cutting it anymore. Just the, the pitch that she goes to, uh, realty. I'm being real. It reminded me of mommy dearest. Like I'm not acting. Yeah. Um, there was I, not, I not, was to, not that I yeah. felt like it was, I thought it was real. No, but I, but it did remind me of that, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm just, just so tired. I'm so tired yeah. of being almost there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and I kind of get it, right? Like, imagine, like, because if you look again at her track record, she's 
except for maybe this week, she's pretty much never low or in the bottom. She's always done well all season. So it's like, it's not like I'm fucking up, but it's just never good enough. And like that, I could see how that could wear down on someone, obviously. Yeah, I mean, uh, last chance lip sync contender, never enough, you know, from The Greatest Showman. Like, why not? Yeah. Um, um. I, I, I just want to quote her, you know, I don't want to throw the other queens under the bus and I, I won't do that. And I, I won't this do was, it. Yeah. She, she, she had a lot of, uh, a lot of drama, BSA drama, if you will. Oh, and even into untucked, she has a great moment towards the end where it's a great, like, you know, spoiler alert, Eureka is my BSA of the week because she does have a lot of like interesting moments. And I feel like for a whole season where she's been a supporting character, she had a really interesting episode in an untucked after when she's like getting in, she gets into her, she's starting to get into her like jumpsuit and she's talking to the, to the, you know, mannequin and she's doing the bit. And then she's like, I feel like I want to cry. And then she starts to get emotional. And it is just a journey that she goes on that reminds me of that that mini challenge when Detox was like, I'm sorry, I need to get real for a minute. And like, mm. it was like, oh, you're getting real. And I just, I really enjoyed Eureka this episode. I thought that she was, um, she gave us everything. She absolutely BSA this week. Good for her. You know, I got to say for comedy, there were a lot of one-liners from Ginger, which is, to be expected, but mm-hmm. one of my favorites was, good Lord, don't sneak up on me. I got scissors. I just, it was the mom and energy that I needed. Yes. Um, you know, she's in her craft room and, you know, uh, or even a teacher energy of like, no, nope, I got scissors in my hands. Yep, I have scissors, you know? excuse me. Um, I did like earlier on, there was a similar energy when she was, when they were talking about Pandora's penmanship and Ginger's cleaning the mirror. And she says, and that's something she can take with her. And I thought that was like, just a great, there's a great little joke. Yeah. 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 She had, I may have asthma and tiny little legs, but I am running out of this race. Like I, again, like she's very good at turning a phrase. And mm-hmm. I feel like for that alone, RuPaul sees that, or at least production sees that. And is like, ah, oh, you got to keep her, you know, even, oh, yeah. even though she is killing it, but she's a great kind of narrator for that reason she's been a great narrator i think that i think i mean i really do still expect ginger to win and i think it's totally justified i think that she has been so solid all season she it's funny even in the untucked when trinity was like you know i'm kind of upset that you chose me to go home and ginger's like but i didn't i didn't choose you to go home i wouldn't like it she's like (laughs) i "I didn't though you you chose you i didn't choose you like ginger doesn't have beef with anyone like she has played... you forgot you <laughs> forgot trinity you forgot uh she just like yeah ginger has and and i thought ginger looked great on the runway i thought i think that she has done well all season on in the competition and the reality show um of course i'm rooting for trinity i you know i my bias and yes ginger i could also see raja winning it eureka yep i didn't I didn't necessarily see winning it. And Kylie, I'm just not sold yet. I'm just not Same. sold on Kylie. I I think she's great. And I love that she, especially what she said in this episode, like, you know, I dug myself out of the grave to be here. Totally relatable in that sense. Like, I get it. Like, I, I, I see what she's saying. And she doesn't need to win. She already did her job. Kylie does not need to win. She does not need to win this. I think this has been, in terms of, like, people rediscovering her and and all that comes with being on all-stars she has already gotten it so um it's it's, uh it's tatiana it's morgan mcmichaels like it's you know mm -hmm. she did it yeah um and i think you know for what it's worth i think in terms of 
the very purposeful narrative on Drag Race's part to feature more trans contestants, I feel like she's also exceeded just being, as she said, just the trans girl on the season. Like, I don't, that's not the first thing I think of with with Kylie. And I think that was kind of the point was Mm -hmm. like, I am just as valid as everybody else. I don't need an asterisk next to my name. It's not about that. Um, And I mean, good God, the under boob. Like, it just, Uh, the, just the, Ugh, so sexy. Just the way she, ugh, it's just ridiculous. Um, Under boob, yeah. And you know, I love that she was a witch, like to kind of continue the Jessica Lane. Yeah, absolutely. She was a witch. She was a witch. Yeah, I I love Kylie. I just I don't. I think that she's a she's a great second third place this season. Yeah, yeah. She should be in the top. I do hope that she doesn't go home next week. You know. I'm assuming that there's going to be some sort of challenge next week where there's a top three or I don't know. I'm assuming somebody comes back, right? Just like every all-star season. So there's going to be some sort of either knockout or something. Well, I was thinking, and I don't remember how they, I, I think this is how they did this with all-stars four is it, it just brings it back up to a top five again. So the four yes. are safe. It's just, they're not to the finale yet. You know, uh, right. uh, uh, you know, I uh, hope so. But the, but you know, the, the top four in the preview, it could just be a gag that they're like, oh, girl, we're not safe. Totally gagging. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't believe this. So who knows if that's just a gag, if, you know, if they're truly safe next week or what? Because um, it could very well be like All Stars 4 where they lip sync against the top four. In All Stars 4, is that? Remember oh, when Gia oh. Gunn. Oh my and God. Monique and Latrice. Yes. Sorry. I totally blanked that that's how they did it was that they actually had to lip sync against the existing contestants to, for the, Oh God. Yeah. Yes. I but the f- problem is, is uh-huh. that the numbers don't line up. Right. So it makes more sense that it's be- another way. Well, at this right. point, who else would it be except between each other? Like this is not a spoiler at this point. Oh, you mean the 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 if the eliminated queen? That's like this is not even me spoiling it. Actually, I have no. I don't remember how it's going to happen. But my assumption would be that this would be among the eliminated queens. They're going to lip sync to get back into the race, and the top four are kind of like you know just the spectators who are like not. They're quite like to the Monet finale. and Trinity, right? Yeah, Did Monet and Trinity sit that out. It was Monet yeah. and uh, Manila. Oh, Manila. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. I, I don't know. It could be something like season four. It could be something different. It could be a whole other challenge. We'll see. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I trust no spoilers. Uh, and the spoiler, and by soft spoiler, I mean soft spoiler um, that I got early on in the season. You know, who knows? Who yeah. knows? Who knows? It, it, I, it's been so long. My God. They it, really kept this just as long as. The kitty girl one when they first started. This. Yeah. Yeah. This has been some season 13 realness of like, is this still going on? Oh, <laughs> when did we start talking about this game within a game? Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, two little things I just want to mention, actually three little things I want to mention. Technically four, because one of them is two things. And that is two blurred nipples on Trinity K. Bonet. Did you notice that in act in, in the act one? Um, before they go to the no. credits, they're all kind of de-dragging, and Trinity is still wearing her breastplate and turns, you know, de-wigged, clearly getting out of drag, wearing her breastplate, and they blur the nipples. It is so A stupid. Paramount Plus? It's so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. What the fuck? I think of, what like... What the 
Fuck. All the nipples on Drag Race España. I mean, that was like, you think of the Veneno Challenge. The whole thing would be just like blur. The vagina? The I, vagina? Girl. Yeah. So I girl. just was like, this, I could go on, but this, and we have, but this is so dumb. We are, we live in such a dumb world where, oh, we need to blur these fake nipples. Like somebody made that decision. Somebody lied to them several times. It's just Ugh. baffling to me. I just can't. I just it is worth mentioning. They are still the blurring only, fake nipples. The only reason I could think of it is if they thought this was gonna go on VH1 and then change their tune to go to Paramount Plus. I don't know, but ridiculous. I did not notice that. I'm glad I didn't. It's just what are your what are your other four things? Or oh, well, those were two of them. So the only other oh. two are just two thoughts on Untucked that have just been ongoing things. These are evergreen. Um, you know, they do the montage at the beginning of the episode of different queens. Um, I feel mm. very attacked. Yes. The way that you've had a ha-ha is a rattle in your head. I have had Shangela saying, I'm coming for the crown. <laughs> and that's really killing me. Um, I'm coming for the crown. Oh, and it's like the last one before the music starts. Dental so plan. I'm coming for, I'm the, for the crown. crown. Lisa needs braces. Yeah, yeah, it's killing me. Uh, has he fucked her? Yeah, yeah. has he <laughs> fucked her? Um, did you suck his cock? Yeah. Um, I'm coming for the crown. Donald plan. So, Lisa needs braces. Did you suck right. his cock? So anyway, um, I also... Ju- that is, Mary, that is... That should be our lip sync of telephones mashup that we ever do. Yeah. For... for a competition that we, you know, that we host someday, you know, absolutely. That, that is, that is what we do. We do the Simpsons, Homer Simpson being stressed. And it's all of these quotes just back to back. Uh-huh. It, you know, what it reminds me of is that really great. I think I, I'm sure you, so I think I posted it through all right, Mary, but it was like, someone did a video meme of like, this is 2020. And it's all these different clips with this, like really frenetic strings music in the background. And, oh, it's, and it's all, yeah, it's all British, yeah. you know, references, yeah. but like, we, yeah, we saw this. Yeah, that's yeah. So I feel like that is kind of what I'm also thinking is like all of those little, all these little quotes to that music. Um, uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. There's so many. There's yeah. so many. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, what was, wait, did, was the last did you have one more? The last yes. one is just, and whoever does the music editing on Untucked is really great. They've had a lot of great moments, but I particularly love the music when they're showing each queen and which lip sync they pulled. That, like, bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 ba. Like, it's so dramatic. And I am obsessed with it. It's just so good. So I need to know. I want. It's kind of like that Project Runway music that I love. Um, remember that song? That yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I know. What, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I found I it yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that like really intense, you know, runway music. That Mortal Kombat music. I. Oh, not the pensive. Oh music. no, I love that. I'm talking about that really intense Mortal Kombat runway music. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly. What you're yeah, it's yeah, right. yeah, it's so good. So anyway. I need to know where this untucked music is from because it is scoring my life. Um, so can you remind me 
who the queens polled? I forgot to pay attention. I think they all polled Eureka, even oh, Raja. Everybody just, polled Eureka. They decided together. Yeah, mm. yeah. So uh, they didn't want to do that to Trinity right before the end. I guess. No, I mean, especially my girls. That moment when in the beginning. Oh my god! My I girls. wrote that down when they my when girls. my girls <sighs> when they all saved Trinity. No one picked Trinity. I love when she said, "Oh, that was Pandora's. We're squared." I love that. She's yep. like, "I'm not even offended. That's Pandora's. We're fine." I, uh, it is worth just mentioning. It is so unique and lovely to see a sensitive person like this on television. It really is oh, different. Oh, unabashedly. Unabashedly. And that's why I, I wrote this down. Like, I love that quote very early on in the season. I'm, a, I'm an emotional creature. Just emotional creature. Just mm-hmm. just naming it. Yeah, that's, this is what I do. I'm working on it, you know? Yeah, I guess I am moody, you know? Like, it was just... <laughs> Aren't we all moody? And I was like, RuPaul, you are the moodiest. You are the moodiest. Oh my God. He is Rick Moody. Bitch, I will pack your bags. Yeah. Yeah. RuPaul is so fucking moody. I, yeah. Moody Bloom. Moody Bloom. But that's, that's everybody, right? That's, we're all, we're all. I'm moody sometimes. Yeah. I know you're moody, Mary. Yeah. I know I'm moody, baby. That's why you brought me here. All right, Mary. Mary. And with that, we are going to end our episode. Marys, if you have any thoughts on Drag Tots on this episode, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. You can also email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also One. And of course, you can hear more of me on my other podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can get more of both of us on... Nope, I've already said that. We said that already. I don't know where you're going to get us, but you could get us on on Twitter at All Right Mary or on Patreon. Uh, I'm all scrambled eggs today. At patreon.com slash allrightmary where you can get in on what is currently the hottest trend on Patreon, at least in terms of All Right Mary, brackets, that's right, uh, including, and I think it is worth listening and it is worth saying here on the podcast, the Pizza Queen bracket is not just a great bracket. There is some audio work done this episode. There is new music. There... It is, if you're ever going to become a matreon, this is the episode to do it. It is about pizza queens. It's got new music. It's got sound clips. And we're both on it. And that's at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. You know, the other thing that I do hope to kind of preview and discuss on Patreon is the rumored, but I think not even a rumor anymore, Mary. It's basically confirmed the all winners season. That is happening. Is that confirmed? Um, really? Mary, it's confirmed in the sense that two queens basically confirmed it. Things are happening. So it's just a preview. Uh, but I believe that that has just finished filming. Um, and I would love to just kind of discuss the rumors on Patreon. Wow. I wonder if both Trinity and Monet will be back and if it will be some sort well, of... I'll let you know on Patreon. That's <laughs> patreon.com slash all right, Mary. The other thing I do want to discuss on Patreon uh, soon is Mayor of Easttown. I finally watched it. Oh, my Ryan. I can't believe you watched it. I am so afraid you didn't like it, but I'm assuming you did. 
and I want to discuss uh, this clip that Sister Mary Devon uh, posted oh. recently on Twitter. Oh, with the this is me choir performance, <laughs> Mary. And then when I read the comments and realized all I the know. nuances, and I was screaming, I was just like yes. laying on my couch on like Saturday morning, just sobbing. And then like I couldn't even rewatch it because then the baby would I start know. crying and I'd start laughing. And it's okay. We uh, will. We'll Mary's. We gotta if you break don't, that down. Yeah, it's on TikTok, but it's been shared. It's. I feel like if you really want to know, you could search for like "This Is Me" chorus fail. <laughs> Sure. That'll sure. do it. Or like, or on, I think I replied to Devin's tweet on Twitter. And by the way, Mary's, if you are not following Devin's two buff on Twitter, she's a Mary. She is fucking so hilarious. Funny. <laughs> so funny. Uh, she's a wonderful Mary. She's been a Mary for a very long time. Yeah. So um, highly recommend her. Uh, also, big shout out to Sister Mary Scott. I hope you're listening. I hope you made it this far into the episode and you're watering that garden girl. XOXO, miss you. That's right. Is this a, is this Scott Scott? Yes, this is Scott Scott. Oh, hi, Mary. <laughs> Tell those babies I said hi. Oh, the babies. Talk babies. about drag tots. Yeah, talk about drag tot scenes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mary, let's talk about our last chance lip sync this week. Uh, I would love for you to introduce it. Yeah, well, get out of my dreams and get into my car because we have a much better Charlie XCX song than Boom Crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, yay, uh, you, you. Hang left, yeah. Get into my downtown, car. Downtown. Yeah, downtown, downtown, yeah. yeah. Get in the backseat, baby. Um, so pull up to the bumper, baby, because this week we are doing, we're recommending, we are closing the episode with Vroom Vroom by Charlie 50. <laughs> <laughs> it's X C X. So that's C minus an uh, X plus an X. Yeah, and for those, you know, uh, Marys of a certain age, this is not boom boom pow. It's vroom vroom. It's not yeah. boom boom pow. It's yeah. not Or boom boom clap for that. Or matter. boom boom clap. Wait, is C fifty or a hundred? I think C is a hundred, Mary. So she's Charlie oh yes, it's a hundred. I take it back. It's Charlie ninety plus ten. 90x 90x um (laughs) with uh yeah i you know what one day we'll find out and i'm sure mary's will tell us because apparently charlie's this great artist that i will certainly continue to explore but maybe maybe people know the meaning of charlie xcx and why she's called that yeah help a couple ants out and let us know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm, i don't know caravan and barbara sitter Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> XX. All right, Mary. We're done, and I'm going to tell you why we're done. We will see you on the flip side. Ha ha, and goodbye. Drag tot scenes. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Lamborghini, roll up in a blue bikini Bitches on the beaches looking super cute and freaky 
All my friends are princesses, we keep it whipped and creamy. Ice cubes on our tongues because we like to keep it freezy. London Lamborghini, get out on the right side. Should've stayed at home because my girl wanted to ride. Looking lux and tasting plush, I'm feeling so alive. Wanna take it to the highway, come on, let's go for a drive. Uh. All my life, I've been waiting for a good time, a good time. Oh, my God.